This is Resonance 104.4 FM. Marvellous, flipping marvellous. And BohemianBritain.com, I'm Nick Hennigan. And once more, coming at you from the pulsing heart of the Edinburgh Festival Fringe 2022. And um, I'd like to introduce you to Chloe and Natasha. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so, so thanks very much for being allowing me to grab you, as it were. Now it's a brilliant story because um, you're obviously you're you're not local here, are you? Uh, certainly not. We come from New York City. Right, and you've come over to the space, which is where we are now, uh, which is a kind of an interesting. I mean, they're sort of building themselves as a new writing venue, and you've done a play called "And Then the Rodeo Burned Down." And you've only gone and won a fringe first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just that. Yeah, you do realise how many veteran fringe performers are probably hating you a bit now. Yeah, yeah. I think we're learning that when it first happened, we didn't quite get the weight of it, but now it's it's hitting. Yeah, I, mean, I say that actually. So one of the glories of the fringe, because I've been coming a few years, you know, uh, is that there is a lot of support. Uh, one of the things we we talk about is how in a sense, part of the experience of Edinburgh is dealing with other actors and artists. Mm -hmm. But again, if you don't mind me saying, you're you're not particularly old, are you? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm 24. Yeah. And I'm 22. Brilliant. And so (laughs) tell us, what's the story? First of all, tell us about the play. What's the play about? So the play is a super quick one-act dark comedy uh, that tells the story of a rodeo clown who really wants to be a cowboy, but uh, his shadow shows up at the rodeo and gets in the way, uh, and there's kind of a looming threat of this this you know arson that happens, but the play kind of dissolves before we get to that point. So it's like this absurd, meta-theatrical 40 minutes of craziness. Yeah, it's a lot of movement. Um, it's very funny, but it's also very tragic at the same time. <laughs> and so where did the idea come from? What, what is it? What's the, the genesis of it? Well, we knew we wanted to write about the rodeo because we both love clowning so much and we know that rodeo clowns are a huge part of the rodeo. And then we took a lot of inspiration for it burning down from an actual event from a circus fire that took place and we kind of slammed them together. And yeah. Yeah, there's this like famous um, circus fire that kind of reinvented like fire standards for for America. <laughs> that uh, during World War II, the it was Barnum and Bailey, right? Yeah. Um, they had this horrendous circus fire that to this day they don't know who started it, but they they believe it was intentional, um, and they don't know who did it. And someone confessed and then rescinded that, and so it, it's one of those mysteries that hangs in the air. So we tried to like capture that in the show of like maybe we do know, maybe we don't know, maybe it did burn down, maybe it didn't, you know, that kind of thing. Because rodeo clowns, because for, for, for a British audience, although actually we've got a lot of American listeners as well, um, rodeos, well, you know, riding the horses, it's cows, horses, bulls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's a lot of horse riding, but it's like competitive and performative horse riding and also like bull catching, lassoing, mm-hmm. it's, it's performance, but it's also like a sport. Mm-hmm. And the clowns sort of come on and literally clown, a bit of like relief in between, well, are they setting up the next horse or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much. And the clowns are also a lot on the like lower part of the hierarchy of the mm-hmm. rodeo, the cowboys. And that's something that we touch on in our show is like the hierarchy of like the cowboys are at the top and the rodeo clowns are at the yeah. bottom. Because traditionally the clowns um, were kind of used as a, a target when the cowboys would, would mess up or fall off the horse. The clowns were supposed to rush in and get the, the bull's attention, the angry bull's attention. Right. Um, to distract them so that they didn't run over the cowboys and stuff. Yeah, I suppose a few, few analogies there with bullfighting as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's still quite an interesting concept, though. I mean, is it, did you train in dance or bullfighting or no, clowning or <laughs> yeah, rodeo? Sadly not. <laughs> Sadly not rodeo. Mm-hmm. No, we both graduated from universities with um, acting degrees, and I studied clowning, so did Chloe. We both studied a lot of clowning and... Tr- 
traditional drama training for sure. But we both have just like such a love for for physical theater and movement, dance, and that like miming side of of theater, kind of like traditional roots of clowning, traditional roots of mime. Um, so that we kind of brought that into into our own training and tried to fit it into the mold of rodeo, which is something that we kind of tried to learn about for this this yeah. project. And when it comes to writing, we just we've never really taken a class. We kind of just taught ourselves how to write. We started writing out of like necessity, wanting to create our own work. Um, but yeah, yeah, we started writing together to just like. Uh, write roles for ourselves, write roles that we thought were interesting and that we wanted to play. We really, like, this idea did start as, like, we want to play cowboys at some point. We want to play cowboys. Um, that was kind of the, the real genesis of, of it. But, um, but yeah, that's where that's where the rodeo came into it. Yeah, I mean, because you tend to think of New York being a fairly metropolitan uh, area and not having many rodeos. But so they, <laughs> no, not really. They, do, they visit, do they? And, then, and so how did you... What made you decide to come to Edinburgh? We actually... I We had known about the festival just because of its size and its, you know, um, the, the reputation that it has because we both went to drama school uh, and we didn't really think it was something that could be possible for, for you know, us as a small company or just kind of independent artists to, to make that happen. Um, but we started to kind of peek into doing that in 2020 and we actually were registered. We had, we had, had a venue and everything uh, and then COVID hit and, and 2020 was cancelled and 2021 we were still, you know, picking up the pieces. Um, so this actually, this journey kind of started, it uh, seems like three years ago. Um, and, and it was a completely different show then. It wasn't this show, we were bringing a different show. Um, but then come 2022, the space contacted us and said, do you want to roll over your, you know, your booking? And we were like, yeah, let's write a show to bring to, to the Fringe um, and just make it happen. So we actually jumped into this knowing way too little about the, about yeah. the Fringe. <laughs> actually, yes. <laughs> what was the previous show you were thinking of bringing just out of interest? Yeah, the show that we were supposed to do was actually an apocalypse show, <laughs> which I, we had written just before the pandemic hit so it felt like it, it read a little bit differently it was about two people being stuck inside um like you know quarantined together while the world was ending uh and it just reads a little bit different post you know in this post covid covid world um so we decided to kick our minds off of the end of the world for for this year and, and have more fun with it yeah and it's really just us making this happen bless you um it's just like yeah um when we were what we wrote the show um we performed the show we sewed the costumes for the show we designed this flyer for the show so it's really like it's been months of us just like hours after our day jobs just trying to pull it together and be like okay we have to buy plane tickets and we have to still be able to afford to live and to eat and stuff but it's been a a journey but we're so happy to be here and of course, the slightly sad thing is you're not here for much longer, are you? No, <laughs> no, we're out of here at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. So, um. <laughs> yeah, we have our last show tonight at 9.50 at Venue 45. We're super excited. We got to extend our run. So we got two extra shows, which is really, really exciting. Um, but it does end tonight. I think the management saying it's a shame you couldn't do another couple of weeks, but you've got the plane tickets booked, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that's that's rough. Turns out changing plane tickets last minute was way too expensive. Because yeah. um, we, we truly, we love doing this show so much that we would stay and do it, you know, for weeks longer because it's so much fun. Um, but yeah, it, if we would have known, obviously you can't predict this kind of thing. So if we would have known, we would have tried to get uh, a longer run, but it just makes us all the more excited to come back next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I suppose, and how, without being too personal, how have you, ma how have you managed to finance 
uh, something like this because a lot of particularly young companies have been struggling particularly accommodation this year and things like that yeah a huge part of our funding was a GoFundMe that we had that we begged every single person we know in our lives to donate to and thank you to all those people who did we also pulled a ton of from our own pockets and it's also just like saving here and there with like us designing our posters and us sewing our costumes and getting incredibly thrifty when it comes to things and having connecting flights instead of one (laughs) flight there living in a hostel sharing a room with 14 people it's uh, all these ways to like cut corners to but it adds up it It adds up and it's what made it possible to happen because there were like several times throughout this process throughout kind of like the last year where we kind of got to points or deadlines where we were like maybe we need to pull out now and and we won't make it or we won't have enough money to make it and it happened so many times that we almost you know gave up and obviously we're so glad now we didn't but that yeah not to not to understate that it was expensive and pretty difficult to fund on our own yeah and the fear of like will we be able to pay rent (laughs) is like like looms over our heads still but yeah but worth every penny. Worth every penny. <laughs> well, yes, I know that everyone was quite quite amused that you're actually staying in a hostel with 14 other people, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's so. yeah. I mean, I would I would do it for an, another month if it's it meant that we could perf- keep performing our show for sure. But the plane tickets are very expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what happens next? What happens to and then the rodeo burned down. that's a great question and it's something that we're we're so excited to have so many opportunities to figure that out now because of this award and and the success we've had here Um, so we are in in talks with some people about bringing it to London um, in January which would be super super exciting and then we've also spoken about the possibility um, we're definitely coming back next year to the fringe just at the two of us um, and we're probably going to bring a new show a piece of new writing um, but we've also been invited to kind of at, at a limited run also bring this show back um, because our, our run was you know cut short or not quite as long as maybe we wanted it to be um, so regardless I think the fringe Ed Fringe will be seeing the rodeo again next year in some form for sure and we're also hoping when we get back to New York to be producing it in a larger theater and shopping it around a little bit for tours maybe yeah, yeah. see I mean, of course, it's one of the one of the glories of Edinburgh, isn't it, that you can discover stuff. But we've got a show about Winston Churchill and Lloyd George, uh-huh. David Lloyd George, and I've been to the Fringe a few times, uh-huh. and it, it needed to be seen by people for me to realise if there's a. So I directed it as well as yeah, produced yeah. it. You kind of it has to. You have to have that live element to it. Isn't mm-hmm. it? You can't be too academic. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, we've learned a lot about our show from being here. And like an international audience has changed it too. The rodeo is something so distinctly American. And we've even noticed certain things, bits of humor and like bits mm-hmm. of things that maybe landed better a little bit with American audiences and, and not as well here or the other way around. Um, so it's been helpful to our like writing and creative process, the, the feedback that we've been getting from audiences here. Yes, I think it was Winston Churchill who said that the difference with the United Kingdom and United States, two great nations separated by a common tongue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. Oh, yeah. And so, back to your day jobs when you get back? Unfortunately, (laughs) yes, we do still have to make rent. Um, (laughs) But we're hoping to eventually make the full switch to doing this This full time, making enough money from this that we can just depend on this career. Yeah, well, good luck. You made a great start anyway. Mm-hmm. Thank for you. Scotsman for the Thank first. You. So that's Chloe Rice and Natasha Rowland. And then the rodeo burned down. Winner of the 22 uh, Fringe First, Scotsman Fringe First. And uh, you're at the space Nidri Street, but probably by the time you hear this, you'll be gone. Yeah, you tonight we're at Venue 45 at 9.50, but, but we'll probably be gone by the time this is released, maybe. And if anyone wants to know any more about you or the show, where can they find out? Have you got a 
website or anything? We do. It is chloeandnatasha.com. And we also have our social medias on there. So if people want to connect with us on social media, we'd love to, we'd love to hear from people and, and tell, them about, tell them more about the show. We love to talk about it. Yeah, blessed. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for your time. I suppose you're going to warm up and whatever these actors <laughs> yes. do now. Yes, yeah, yes, so, we do. And uh, have a nice flight. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Uh, welcome. We'll see you next year. Yes. yes. We'll see you next year. Uh,